Domino's is rethinking value, Starbucks unionization continues, and will Omicron undo Shake Shack's comeback? This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. Domino's is changing its value offers in the face of high costs. The pizza delivery giant said that its food costs are expected to increase 8% to 10% this year, or about three to four times the rate of a normal year. In addition, labor costs continue to increase, so Domino's plans to change its long-standing value offers. The $7.99 value offer for carryout customers, offering them a choice of a three-topping pizza or chicken wings, will be made digital only, and the number of wings included will go from 10 to 8. Union proponents made more inroads into Starbucks this week, organizing a second unit in Buffalo while getting the go-ahead to hold a vote on unionization at an Arizona branch. Meanwhile, the staffs of more stores kicked off their organizational efforts, raising the tally of units facing unionization to 16. The efforts are now underway in Boston, Seattle, Denver, Eugene, Oregon, Chicago, and Buffalo. In other Starbucks news, the chain said it will spend more with diverse-owned suppliers. The coffee giant said that it would spend $1.5 billion by 2030 with companies owned by Black, Indigenous, and people of color, up from nearly $800 million last year. The company also said it plans to spend 15% of its media spending with minority-owned and targeted media companies. Starbucks also released data on the makeup of its store employees, 71% of whom are women and 48% of whom are Black, Indigenous, or people of color. Shake Shack stock surged Tuesday on news of strong preliminary fourth quarter earnings, but the chain's CEO also noted that the latest COVID outbreak has had a major impact on operations in recent weeks. Randy Garuti called the latest surge, quote, incredibly frustrating and said his chain has been forced to temporarily close restaurants or limit hours of operation. But the fast casual logged a strong Q4 with same store sales up nearly 21 percent over last year. Taco Bell will advertise on the Super Bowl. The fast food taco chain confirmed on Tuesday that it will advertise during the fourth quarter of the big game for the first time in more than five years. The campaign will, quote, celebrate a modern expression of live Moss" and will mark the chain's 60th anniversary. Bob Evans is reportedly exploring a sale. The family dining chain could be valued at up to $600 million, according to Bloomberg, which cited people familiar with the matter. The 500-unit brand is owned by P.E. firm Golden Gate Capital, which bought it for $565 million in 2017. Bob Evans seems to have fared well during the pandemic, but its sales had been falling for years prior to 2020. Restaurants in California would get a break on their taxes under the budget proposed Monday by Governor Gavin Newsom. The Democrat called for excluding federal aid from the PPP and Restaurant Revitalization Fund programs from small businesses' taxable incomes following the lead of the IRS. But the governor is also looking to reinstate a paid leave program for workers who contract COVID-19. This month, 19% of American adults are taking part in Dry January, a commitment to abstain from alcohol for 31 days. That's up from 13% in 2021, according to Morning Consult. And restaurants and bars are meeting the challenge with a much more varied and creative lineup of zero-alcohol cocktails. They're using high-end alcohol-free spirits and the same fresh ingredients and attention to balance as they do with cocktails. Although many consumers may return to boozy drinks in February, elevated zero-proof cocktails will continue to appeal to the growing sober-curious customer. 
Dave and Buster's wants you to pay a visit at lunchtime. The food and games chain, speaking at the annual ICR conference Tuesday, said it sees enormous opportunity for the midday crowd. The company is looking at ways of maximizing that potential opportunity to bring more traffic into stores during what has historically been less popular hours. Crystal is getting a new CFO. The burger chain on Tuesday named David Krischer its chief financial officer. He comes to the company from Ascent Hospitality Management, parent company of Huddle House and Perkins, where he was CFO. He reports to Crystal CEO Thomas Stager. Duck Donuts has its first chief development officer. The Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania-based donut chain named Eric Lavender its CDO as part of an effort to continue its growth. Lavender will oversee franchise sales and licensing, real estate, and construction. He is the former CDO for WowWorks, the parent company to SaladWorks and Garbanzo Mediterranean. And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Heather Lally. And I'm Joe Guskowski. Have a great day. 